This is episode 280 of the Wrestling Brethren podcast. I'm your host, Josh Wiener, along with Seth Zillman and Jared Aubrey. And on this episode, we will be previewing and making our predictions for WrestleMania 38, WrestleMania Saturday. Hey, yo, Jay Will, get us started. What up? This is Josiah Williams, and you're listening to the Wrestling Brethren podcast, where wrestling and pop culture collide. Yeah. Welcome to the show. It is WrestleMania week. It is WrestleMania weekend. If you're a fan of professional wrestling, there is a cornucopia of events and matches going on this week and weekend. So if you're a fan and you say you could not find something this weekend to watch, you're, well, one, a liar, and two, not much of a fan. But that being said, we are going to be talking about WrestleMania 38, previews, making our predictions. But before we get to that, Seth, Jarrett, how the hell are you? I really don't understand why WWE hasn't used a song by 38 Special to be like an official Mania song this year. That seems like that's a pun too obvious not to make. But yeah, it, it is Mania season. This is when WWE's really on their A game. So this is when they usually tend to have their most interesting things. And Mania really is quite the spectacle. I mean, I've, we've all said... For a while, what WWE does well, they do uh, better than anybody. And one of the things they do very well is present Mania as being that big stage. And they'd even say grandest stage of them all. And sometimes it's cool just to watch us to see what the sets look like and the stadiums and all that jazz. So, and I also think, as we'll probably get into, I think WrestleMania is going to be a pretty big pretty good show so i'm looking forward to it yeah wrestlemania is always so huge and, and like you said set the spectacle i can't wait to see what the wrestlers are going to be doing as far as their entrances and stuff goes this year they always have those those huge dramatic you know uh, prop filled entrances and i'm also wondering you know there's there are some couples in wwe so are we going to see anyone you know slap someone else for saying something about their wife that's an interesting cliffhanger you proposed there jared I do my best, sir. <laughs> well, maybe we will get to that. But what we are going to get to is WrestleMania Saturday. And we are going to go through the matches as they currently are. This has been very fluid, um, much like their regular pay-per-view. I'm sorry, premium live events. Uh, they make changes up to the last minute. So this is the card as we know it now. If there's any last-minute additions on the WrestleMania SmackDown or anything over the weekend before the show starts, we will uh, adjust on the fly and make additional predictions offline if we need to. But we're going to roll with the card that we have, and we are going to kick things off with a tag team match, Playa, where the New Day of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods take on 
I don't know if they have an official team name, but I'm just going to go ahead and call them Ireland Fight Club. And that's Seamus and Ridge Holland, accompanied by Butch, a.k.a. or F.k.a. Pete Dunn. I'm sure this would be a different match if Big E hadn't have had his accident. I think conventional wisdom would probably have the New Day go, go over and have the win, you know, something to put up for Big E. However, uh, Mania has a lot of babyface wins in it, and I think every so often they do need to have some heels wins. So I'm thinking there's something nefarious. Maybe it's due to Butch's interference or something to that effect. I think Sheamus and Ridge Holland will win. I think long-term, this will probably be something that will be sewed back when it comes to Biggie's time to return, however long it takes. I mean, I know he's probably several months away from returning, but uh, it's new in the feud. Conventional Wisdom has the heels winning the matches early on, so I'm predicting Sheamus and Ridge Holland to win. Yeah, I, I agree with Seth. I, I think WWE is getting behind these two, behind Sheamus and Ridge Holland, and I still can't believe that I called him getting drafted. That's that's so amazing. But, yeah, no, I'm going to go with, uh, with Sheamus and Ridge Holland to win this one. Well, the original plan was the six-man tag where Butch would have been wrestling and so would have Big E, but they had to trim it down for obvious reasons. I am going the opposite way only because I have other heels winning later on. So I am picking the feel good and I'm picking new day to come out on top in a regular singles match (laughs) that has everybody talking Seth Rollins versus an opponent of Vince McMahon's choosing. Now, As Seth likes to say, conventional wisdom tells you this is Cody Rhodes. However, there's been tons of speculation this week, and I don't know if it's based on anything real, or there's just not enough news stories to go around and they gotta make up stuff to get clicks and watches and views, but there's rumors that Cody's backing out of Mania. There's rumors that this is going to be Shane McMahon or The Undertaker or any possible combination. I think if this is not Cody Rhodes, they have a big problem on their hands, with the exception of The Undertaker, because he would get a pop and it's Texas, but. I don't want to see The Undertaker anymore, period, other than the Hall of Fame on Friday. Predict carefully how you do this. Um, Yeah, so Seth Rollins versus the opponent of Vince McMahon's choosing. Well, I think whoever the opponent is going to be is going to win. I mean, yeah, all signs seem to point towards Cody being the person, but we've been hearing this and hearing that, I mean, Meltzer was saying that the idea was for him to debut at Mania for a while, and that was happening, you know, it's happened, he was saying that before, I think, they did the story of Seth being brought into Vince's office, so, but um, even if it is Taker, I mean, I'd, I'd still pick him to be the winner, because we already know the Taker's retiring, so, uh, I'm thinking whoever it is, whether it's Cody, whether it's Shane, I still think it's going to be Cody. 
or whether it's Taker. I think they're, it's going to be that spectacle-type match, that special attraction. Uh, but whoever it is uh, should win. I mean, I did hear, uh, I think it was Brian Alvarez the other day, was kind of brainstorming that uh, maybe what would happen is they might hear Shane McMahon's music and everybody groans because it looks like Shane's the uh, uh, the opponent, but then it's the swerve and Shane says, no, I'm actually bringing out who who I just recently signed. And then that's when Cody Rhodes comes out. I don't know if they'll do something like that. I think Shane's just there because his family's running the show. I mean, it, it would be weird if he wasn't going to mania. So I wouldn't read too much into the, um, uh, the Shane rumors because just because he's there doesn't necessarily mean he's going to have a match, even though he's had a match that every WrestleMania has been with the, with the company for a long time. But yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to uh, play that big of a part in, in Mania, at least on screen. The report is that he's in town mainly for the Hall of Fame because he never misses the Hall of Fame. But anytime he's in the vicinity, I'm scared. So I'll get to my prediction in a minute. But if it was Shane McMahon, I would be with every fiber of my being praying it would be Seth Rollins, but I'll get to why and why not in a minute. But Jarrett, your thoughts. Well, with all the Shane talk, I mean, with all the backlash that happened at the Royal Rumble with the way he conducted himself and tried to to do things, Vince essentially chucked him out. And that was to be indefinitely, right? Like it didn't sound like Shane was going to come back anytime soon. Is he going to be at the show okay probably yeah like he's at the it's wrestlemania he's in mcmahon i'm sure he's going to be in there is is vince at the point where he wants to put him back on tv yet after what was going to go on at the rumble i'm not so certain about that but if yeah i'm kind of with with josh i mean if it's shane i'm going to go with seth rollins but if it's not shane then it's like uh oovmc it's the opponent of vince's choosing whoever it is yeah i i just abbreviated this as OVC and that's my pick also sadly even if it is Shane I think it would still be OVC because that means they're gonna set up some feud and this was originally reported as one of the options from when he was at the rumble and that's also in the back of my mind but we also have to consider that there's Wrestlemania backlash coming up after this so Oh boy. So what I'm you're hope- saying is down with OBC? Yeah, pretty much. I think we all are. <laughs> so yeah, this is gonna be if 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 I hear even in a swerve, if I hear here comes the money, I'm gonna be pissed. I don't <laughs> I don't even care if he's there to introduce him because everybody's saying that it, oh Cody's gonna be at WrestleMania to get the Hardy's pop. It's not gonna it's not gonna match the Hardy's pop. Sorry. Well, does, does Cody even really have to be at WrestleMania? Like what's wrong with debuting him on raw? Well, that's the prevailing thought is that if he's not, if it is a swerve, I don't know. It's just, why would you miss mania? If you're signed, it just, I don't know. There's no bill. It's very weird. There's a lot of weirdness surrounding this match and it's yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense to be Cody if it's against Seth Rollins and the and the angle they played where 
Seth is literally just begging to be on the show, right? And saying, like, okay, Vince, I'll find somebody for you. That that makes sense. But I mean, there's there's literally no buildup. There's no reason to have the match other than to just have Cody there. So I, I would almost want to have him show up on Raw and then start a program. I, I would be cool either way, but it seems like the more lot. Okay, I'm asking WWE to to go with logic here, but I, I would think the the logic thing would be have him involved in a, in a storyline. Maybe he gets involved in interference or something. I don't know. And then they kick off a program on Raw, but I don't necessarily need him to have a match. One other thing I'll add about Cody, because I know people will say, oh, he'll be chasing for the 24-7 title in a couple of weeks. And I don't think so. I mean, first off, depending on who you read, that uh, he's going to be making a lot of cash if he if this is indeed a WWE deal he's going to get because he was making a decent amount at AEW as well. So it only makes sense that WWE have to pay him more than what AEW was paying him. But the thing is, is if they really want to entice people who are right now thought of as AEW guys, you know, you take your pick, whether it's Hangman or the Bucks or MJF. If they sign Cody and then have him run around tracing the 24-7 title, they basically you know, kiss away any chance of AEW guys thinking, hey, maybe I should jump to WWE. You know, if Cody does make the jump, he doesn't have to win the title. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins the title, meaning the WWE title sometime by the end of the year. But he, if they put him in programs with Roman, they put him in programs with you know, Nakamura or guys that are on the high end of the crowd, um, you know, Drew McIntyre and such, if they put him in that semi-main spot and you know he's making a pretty decent penny, then that's the type of thing that maybe people in AEW would say, hey, maybe the grass is greener over there. So I, I don't think even if he does show up in WWE, he's not going to chase him for the 24-7 title unless they want to make him like the world's highest paid jobber. Another key will be what theme music will he have? Does he have the rights to the, does he have the kingdom downstate rights since he asked them to do the song? Uh, yeah, because they did that song for him, right? Yeah, specifically. So it'll be interesting because, you know, WrestleMania brings wrestling fans from all over. And, you know, if they cut the lights and that starts playing and he has a similar Tron or whatever, you know, he might get a, I still don't think it'll rival the Hardy's pop because that's, it was iconic known music, but we'll have to see. It'll be interesting. Let's just say that. Okay, another singles match that should probably be on WrestleMania SmackDown so we can have an intercontinental title defense on WrestleMania, but no, we're not allowed nice things. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Hopefully this will be the end of the feud. I mean, I, I've been a, I've become a pretty big Drew McIntyre fan ever since he had his TNA run a few years back. And they, they made him the the teenage champion. He was one of the few guys that I think was depicted better on the indies and on the smaller uh, companies when he left WWE. And that's probably why he went back. But um, this has been going on for a while. I mean, McIntyre had been fighting with uh, Madcap Moss. And I think there's trouble brewing with that uh, group. So I'm thinking they have the breakup, um, whether it's at, at Mania or whether Corbin blames Madcap for it. And there's your fallout story. 
I think Drew McIntyre's winning. Hopefully he'll go back into the title picture and uh, we'll continue to have uh, great, great matches. I think he's had some of the best matches of any of the top tier guys in WWE. I think this one is pretty easy for me. Bad cap stinks. Drew must win. Drew is essentially the next in line for a certain tribal chief. And we'll get to that later, but uh, yeah, Drew McIntyre for the win uh, against fast forward material, senior Corbin next in the first of three celebrity matches, the Mysterios take on the Miz and Logan Paul. There used to be three things that I would look forward to every WrestleMania. One was John Cena's entrance, which they won't have unless he's a surprise. The second was whoever Undertaker's opponent was going to be because of the streak story. Obviously, that's not going to be there. Number three, at least they have again, which is what's Ray going to wear? Because he usually has a special outfit made just for me, and it's usually some sort of geek reference or superhero or something like that, You know, whether he's Captain America or the Joker or something like that. So I'll be interested in... If both he and Dominic will have custom gear, I think I'm a bigger Miz fan than a lot of people. I mean, I'm not saying he's great, but you know, like he should be like main event or anything. But I, I've always uh, thought he he did good work. I think this has all been a thing, though, that despite the reputation of one uh, Logan Paul, I think they're trying to make Logan Paul a babyface. Um, why I don't know, but I think. Kind of similar like what we were talking about with McIntyre. There's going to be some sort of screw-up. Maybe Paul just flat-out turns on Miz and then uh, embraces with the Mysterios afterwards and all is right with the world. The baby faces win. So, yeah, I think no matter what happens, uh, the Mysterios are going to win. I just I just think it's going to happen because Logan Paul turns on Miz. Yeah, this is weird for me. It's, it's not, I mean, to bring in a... a well, I'm not going to say big celebrity, a minor celebrity, but a celebrity at least, and throw him on the heel side is a little interesting. So I, I'm pondering this at this very moment. Um, I want to say the Mysterios win, within, and what's the point of bringing a celebrity on if you're not going to put them over? Um, my, my gut says Mysterios, so that's where I'm going to go. Although I hope, and, and we say this every pay-per-view that the Mysterios are on, or or what do they call them now? Prime, prime event, or whatever the hell they call them? Prime premier life event. That there's some kind of uneasiness going on with with Ray and Dominic, and Dominic wants to beat the crap out of Ray, and that would be awesome to see. But I know I can dream. I can continue to dream. But I, I think um, to, if I had to make a prediction, I think I'm going to go with Mysterios. I do have a celebrity winning, but it's not this one. And I don't know, my memory is not that great in this regard, probably because I try to block it out, but didn't Logan Paul turn on The Miz previously, like the last time he was used by WWE? Either way, I'm going with the Mysterios. I do have a celebrity winning, but it's not Logan Paul. Next, the SmackDown tag team titles are on the line as the longest reigning SmackDown champions, the Usos, take on Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boo. 
Dukes. I'm probably looking forward to this match more than I thought I would. And granted, I'm a huge Nakamura fan, so I would love to see him with another tag title. I also think Boogs is going to get a big push eventually because he seems to check a lot of the boxes that Vince likes. He's a big dude. He's got a lot of muscles. I mean, you, you see him gorilla press guys, and you know, he seems to do it with such ease. I mean, I'm, I'm sure people getting thrown around are, are helping out, but you know, he's got that big muscle physique, so it would not surprise me at all if uh, by the end of the year he gets a, a bigger singles push. But I like both teams. Uh, I like the Usos. I like Nakamura. But I think the uh, story that would shake things up the most would be to have the Usos lose. And uh, I, I think the new champions will be Nakamura and Boogs. I thought you were going to say that uh... – that boogs was going to turn heel and i'm like damn how many people are you turning at this show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too bad big shows uh with AEW now he could, he could there, there's two days of wrestlemania he could turn twice oh you're not giving him enough credit <laughs> yeah i was gonna <laughs> say twice and be the under <laughs> <laughs> yeah for for this match um i mean it's gonna spoil things for later on but i i don't think we're ready to to disturb uh, the tribe yet and, and the family. Um, so I think the Usos retained to go along with the head of the table. For me, I'm going to agree with Jared, and I have the Usos retaining the titles. It's important to the story. I've been saying that every premium live event that they defend on. Um, hopefully, after Mania, we will get back to telling the story. Uh, we've already spoke about that at length, so I'll just leave it there. Next, for one of two, or I should say the first of two women's title matches on this night, for the Raw women's title match, Big Time Bex, Becky Lynch, defends against Bianca Belair. They've been teasing this rematch since SummerSlam. So I hope that they will deliver. I think everybody likes both these gals. So hopefully they'll they'll tear the house down like they said they were going to at, at SummerSlam. I am thinking, though, it's about time for Bianca to get her belt back. So I'm picking her to win. I don't know what Becky would do after that or if they have another match of backlash. But I'm thinking uh, I think Bianca's winning the title. As much as I hate to say it, I'm going to agree with Seth. I would love to see Becky retain here and go on, but um, I think they're all primed up on, on Bianca. I, again, I can't stand the character, but I think they are going to give her the belt this time around. I agree that it's her time. The only thing I have a problem with is they seem to forget the lineage. They keep saying, saying oh, I'm coming back to get my title back. And Becky's like, I took this title from you. It's the wrong title. That was the SmackDown title back then. This is the Raw title. We had the stupid champions exchange on SmackDown. It's not even the same title history. Other than those little minor details, <laughs> uh, I thought the, I thought TV the past couple of weeks leading up to this match has been great. What I'm looking forward to is seeing how Becky Lynch looks after getting some of her hair chopped off, whether or not she just comes out with a shorter cut that she showed on Instagram, 
or this may be an opportunity for her to come out with a completely different look, maybe jet black hair, maybe her natural hair color. We'll have to see, but I, I would like to think that the cutting of the hair meant something other than Becky just wanted a haircut. And so they wrote it into the story, but we'll have to see either way. I'm agreeing with my brethren and picking Bianca to win the title in what was supposed to be and possibly still could be. We won't know until the night of the main event it will be the main event wrestling-wise for the SmackDown women's title. Charlotte Flair defends against Ronda Rousey. I think this is another case where they're putting all the eggs in the basket of one person as far as the division goes, uh, at least in, in this case of being uh, on the SmackDown side because they're paying Ronda a whole lot of money. And it just makes sense it's, uh, that the that Ronda should win. I know um, I know she really she had, yeah she hasn't wrestled uh, regularly at least since she left what a couple of years ago when they had that three way at Mania a couple of years ago. Uh, I, I know she's had matches on TV and such since. I'm just saying like like regular. Um, so, but yeah, I'm thinking Ronda wins. I don't know how long she'll have the title, whether she'll have it for the rest of the year, but I think uh, having her winning a title is just, to me, it's it's a no-brainer. I think they should just uh, have the title on her for a while. Maybe if Flair wins it back later, I don't know. But yeah, Ronda's winning. I'm actually excited for this match because it means that Charlotte Flair is going to get her ass kicked and her arm broken, and we're going to have a new champion. We don't have to listen to Charlotte Flair talk about how she's the greatest for 20 minutes every week. No, she'll be talking about how she was robbed. <laughs> but she won't have her arm broken because it's the WWE arm bar, not the UFC arm bar. Very true. <laughs> Big difference. I too am picking Rhonda to win the title and hopefully shut Charlotte up for at least a little while. Charlotte as great of a heel as she is, she's starting to get that go away heat, not necessarily from the crowd, just my mind. Um, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm very tired of her and, uh, they need to start building up other women. And a lot of them aren't even on this card. So the reported main event is the KO show. I'm not making it a match prediction because it's not being billed as a match. It's likely going to be, I don't even know what kind of initial confrontation. I can't see Stone Cold grabbing a mic and sitting down and answering questions. So there's going to be a brawl. There's going to be stunners. There's going to be beer. And that's about it. I don't expect much else. And like I said, it's not being billed as a match. There won't be a referee. Uh, everybody who is fantasy booking saying that a match is going to come out of this and it's going to be announced for night two. Cool. If that happens, then we'll add it in as a prediction on the fly. But I don't see that happening. And uh, we're not going to... You can con- you, If you want to give comments on it or thoughts on it, that's fine before we move on to WrestleMania Sunday. But it's obviously, as it stands now, not going to be a prediction. I'm sure it'll be entertaining. Uh, I mean, 
Austin's one of the greatest talkers of all time. So uh, no surprise there that it, that it would be a great segment. I would not be surprised if they do that. They do something where they uh, wind up having it be a match the following night, maybe just to sell those last uh, few remaining tickets that might be available. But if it's not a match and it just ends with Austin's stunnering Owens and pouring beer on him, I'm sure that'd be fine too. Yeah, I I don't need a match here. I need exactly what you said, Seth. Have have Owens just cut another promo about how awful uh, Stone Cold is. Or, you know, ridicule him, come out, pop, finger, stunner, beer. Good enough for me. There's not much more I can say, except maybe this will put an end to Kevin Owens using the Stone Cold Stunner as his finisher because the OG will have taken it back. So that is WrestleMania Saturday. Tune in to episode 281 for our predictions on WrestleMania Sunday. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can subscribe to the Wrestling Brethren podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast fix to hear the latest discussion from the Wrestling Brethren. You can visit us at TWBpodcast.com for posts and episodes. Visit the mothership, if you will, at BehindTheSquaredCircle.com, home of the Behind the Squared Circle podcast network. Let us know your thoughts, questions, and comments at Twitter at TWBPshow, on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash Behind the Squared Circle, and on Instagram at The Wrestling Brethren. You can follow Jared on Twitter at The Bacon Rev, and you can follow Josh at Southpaw Josh. Thank you again for listening, and we will talk to you again soon with more from The Wrestling Brethren.